Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the As I See It podcast here today with another episode of Barca Base and another match review and reaction for you. I'm coming to you happy. Listen, I've just watched some unbelievable football from a Barcelona side that continues to improve. It seems three games, three clean sheets. And what is that? 11 goals now so yes they have been against lesser teams let's let's you know keep perspective but some of the football we've been seeing has been very very positive some of the performances individually by some of the players very very positive too and most importantly as a collective we have really been stepping up our game so yes it has been against lesser opponents, but at the end of the day, you can only beat the team that you are playing against. And to do it as well as we did today, especially in that first half, was unbelievable. If you don't already know what I'm talking about, of course, you can see by the title, I'm talking about the Ferenc Varos versus Barcelona game in the Champions League, in the group stages. It's the fifth match day now that we have just uh, completed and we are perfect in the Champions League so far, winning each and every one of our games. Only one left and that is of course against the mighty Juve. Um, so we yet to see how that will uh, transpire. But today's game, as I said, against Ferenc Varos and we managed to win impressively 3-0 uh, or 0-3 if you will. Goals coming from Antoine Griezmann, Martin Braithwaite even and Usmane Dembele um, and we could have had a lot more and we should have had a lot more uh, if if we're being perfectly honest so I can't wait to get into this one listen let's jump straight into the lineups um, because it was a new look Barca side in a way if you will uh, first and foremost let's say Messi, Coutinho and Ter Stegen were left out of the squad as they you know, a given rest. Uh, and I think rightly so. There's no point in uh, bringing players on the trip if it's not necessary. Necessary, Sorry. Um, and it certainly wasn't. So this was the lineup and I'll explain it and give you my thoughts on it uh, just after. So it was Neto in goal. Serginio Dest at right back. Centre back partnership of... Clement Longley and Mingueza, great to see Clement Longley back uh, after what looked like it could have been a serious injury. Turns out it wasn't. And Jordi Alba at left-back position. Then we saw a double pivot of Sergio Busquets, Miralem Pjanic, and then we had the attacking trio of Usmane Dembele on the left, Antoine Griezmann in the centre, and Francisco Trincao on the right. Then up front, it's the man, the myth, the legend. It's none other than Martin Braithwaite. Yes, of course. Martin Goatway, absolutely unbelievable stuff by today's Komen picks, uh, if you will. The first half was utterly breathtaking in moments. It really, really was. I was so, so impressed by so many things. So shout out to each and every player that was on the pitch today. I was happy with the lineup. Listen, was I fully satisfied? No. Am I ever going to be fully satis satisfied with a Barcelona lineup? I hope so. Um, I would have loved to see, of course, Ricky Puch get the start um, and Alenia would have been nice to see him. But in the end, um, the double pivot was made up of uh, Pjanic and Busquets. Pjanic, of course, eager to get game time. And uh, he hasn't actually got that much game time. If we look at, you know, a lot of the time it's been f f coming in for injury or, you know, playing in 
some Champions League games and and not playing important league games. Um, So he will, of course, be looking to get any game time he can. And he was given confidence today. In fact, he played the full 90. um, And so is Busquets, who's, of course, coming back from injury. Um, And I thought Busquets actually played very well for the the half that he was on the pitch. Uh, Serginio Dest keeping a spot right back. Nobody to really take it off of him at the moment since Sergio Roberto is out injured. Um, And yet, like I touched on before, Clement Longley, thank goodness. Uh, He's managed to make it into the into today's game um, and play it at, at, a, at a normal rate, if you will. The injury that he got picked up um, at the weekend against Osasuna, it did look you know, for a moment, for a moment, sorry, like it could be very, very bad. The way he was limping off the pitch had to be supported by by two other guys taking him off the pitch, and it did look worrying. But thankfully, he's back in and he played today. And then Jordi Alba getting the start. To be honest, I thought Junior Firpo might get uh, the nod as Alba. You know, his his games are coming thick and fast, as for everybody in the team. But no, Alba got the start, although he was replaced um, by Junior Firpo, I believe, at half time. So. Um, so yeah, very happy to see uh, an attacking trio of Dembele, Griezmann and Trincao. I was really wanting to see those two wingers play. Um, someone that could have been in for a shout uh, for a start is uh, Conrad De La Fuente, who played uh, a magnificent game for Barcelona B at the weekend, uh, scoring a brilliant goal and, and creating chances like he does um but in the end he was not chosen and he got a few minutes at the end of the game but I think he could have been given more especially with the way Trincao played in that second half unfortunately it just wasn't coming together for him and he was looking um a bit lackluster in front of goals so that's unfortunate for the youngster but he did have a good first half as did the whole team and then of course leading the line Martin Braithwaite Again, Komen showing confidence in him, and again, rightly so. He bags another goal and is looking really, really good. And not just what he's doing on a personal note, but what he's doing for the collective, you know, what he brings to the team, what having him as the spare point of the team, that number nine, what that does to the rest of the team and the rest of the players around him is you know, so, so important and it shouldn't be overlooked. It's not a coincidence that Griezmann is performing as well as he is now that Braithwaite is coming to the team. I really don't think it is. Um, he just, you know, he takes attention away from the likes of Griezmann where, and what I mean by that is he takes players away. You know, Griezmann gets more space on the ball, gets more time on the ball um, and is able to be a part of the game far more. Uh, so yeah, really, really good to see Braithwaite getting that confidence from Ronald Koeman again and thoroughly, thoroughly deserved. Shout out to Mingueta again, another clean sheet, three games, three clean sheets, two 4-0 victories and one 3-0 victory. So there were some shaky moments in that second half, but overall it was very, very solid and him, um, Mingueta and Clement Longley are looking like a, a real nice partnership. For me, there's absolutely zero need to go out in January and pick up someone like Eric Garcia, who I, to be honest with you, think is actually not even as good as Mingueta, or at least not is not performing as good as Mingueta when he has been playing for Manchester City. So, you know, football is all about timing. It's really interesting. If uh, the likes of Garcia did come uh, this summer, which there was heavily, well, it was heavily linked, and it, and it seems like we did try to get him, um, but in the end couldn't settle on a price with Manchester City. 
If he had come, though, we, we wouldn't have seen. The likelihood is we would not have seen Mingueza in this Barcelona side. And, well, you know, that's that's what it is about football. It's all about timing. It's really all about timing. So let's get straight into the game and my um, analogy or analysis of it even, sorry. Uh, straight away, the first five minutes were spent, you know, just trying to probe an opening from Ferran Svaros. Um, and we were doing it very well. The tempo was quick. We were moving the ball around well. A lot of one-touch play, which is exactly what you want to see from a Barcelona side. And just trying to run that Ferran Svaros team ragged, you know, really make them work hard early on and just wait and spy out any moment uh, of opportunity for us to just break through the uh, the block that they had set up. Dest, oh goodness, what an elegant footballer and what a magnificent game he played as well. He is looking like he's just fitted into this... Uh, <sighs> just fitted into this Barcelona side better than we could have ever hoped for. And game after game, when he's being shown the confidence, he's repaying Komen, you know, tenfold. He's playing unbelievable. He had some good balls put into the box today. Um, one coming very early and giving Braithwaite a good chance, which, to be honest, he should have put away, but he looked lively early on and, and turned out he was as lively as he did get a goal. And it did come from a cross, although it wasn't uh, Dest on that occasion. But yeah, Dest... Always looking for Braithwaite in that box when he gets into attacking position where he can put the ball in. Then we saw a brilliant turn from Trincao in the box, which um, gained penalty shouts in the end. It wasn't given, but just showing the skill and talent that he has. Um, and then we saw some defensive brilliance from Dest. You know, he he's brilliant going forward and he's been very good going backwards as well and doing his defensive duties. Um, you know, he was... Tracking back very well, he had pace, power, determination, and in the end he managed to win the ball back and cut out a um, a Ferenc Varos counter-attack. Someone else that cut out, um, you know, any kind of opportunities before they happened in today's game was Busquets, who I think played a very, very good game uh, for the half of uh, 45 minutes that he was on. I think he was brilliant. Um, you know, coming back into the team, do I think he should be a starter week in, week out? Absolutely not. Do I think he's still incredibly useful uh, and incredibly um, good on his day? Yes, of course. Um, it's just, you know... I don't think he should be in for a prolonged, consistent run of games um, if his performance isn't warranting it. But after today's performance, he was, you know, he was he was very, very good. And I, I can definitely see him getting the start alongside uh, Frankie de Jong in the two roles at double pivot at the weekend against Cadiz. I think we will see that happen. Then we saw the first goal of the game and let's go Griezmann. Um <sighs> That is the player that we bought. When he finishes like he did today, that is the player we bought. He was very involved in the first half, not so much in the second half. Um, but it was an incredible goal. Jordi Alba improved his balls into the box from the previous game against Osasuna at the weekend. Um, and he put in a very good ball for Griezmann, who did a stunning, stunning, like tricky finish, um, which actually nutmegged the goalkeeper to make it 0-1 uh, to Barcelona. It was so, so, so good to see Griezmann firing on all cylinders, sorry, you know, confident. You can see, you can literally see the confidence, um, the increased confidence that he has on the pitch um, nowadays. So it seems ever since he, he you know, spoke out about his treatment and people speaking about stuff and kind of cleared the air in the interview he did. Um, 
recently ever since that he's been playing well and also ever since Braithwaite has come into the team as I said those two working well together um, and both of them getting on the score sheets today and you know strikers they really feed off confidence and, and this will do Griezmann the absolute world of good now on to a slightly less positive note um, and it's none other than our Portuguese Magnifico uh, Trincao his general gameplay, for the most part since he's come, has been very, very good. You know, been very good. He cuts inside very well. You know, he takes on his man very well. His passing is also very good. The one thing that he needs to tighten up is his finishing. Today, it wasn't good enough. It really wasn't good enough. You know, he had a few chances or half chances in the previous few games, Um and he just needs to start putting them away. I have every confidence that it will come. And I see a lot of Barcelona players after today's game saying, oh, he was really bad. I'm having serious doubts about him, blah, 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 blah. Let's chill for a second, okay? Because I've been watching him closely, as as, as most fans do when, the, when their club gets a new player. And... Okay, yes, he hasn't made the immediate impact that, that perhaps a Pedri has made. Um... But he has been producing a good standard of football when he's been on the pitch, for the most part. You know, his link-up play with Serginio Dest, I believe it was in the game against uh, Dynamo Kiev, was really, really good. He played a good game there. He's been playing good football. His passing's been good. His cutting in's been good. He's had some nice skills thrown in as well. His finishing hasn't. And that needs to improve. And I believe it will improve. He just looks nervous in front of goal at the moment. But for all the Barcelona fans that are calling him out and being, you know, super harsh after one bad half of football, I just think we need to really get things into perspective here. Let's not forget, you know, the time and the confidence that we showed in Dembele, for example. You know, we showed a lot of time and a lot of confidence in him and a bunch of other players when they weren't performing you know Coutinho for example and Griezmann as well so you know Trinkhouse 20 years old he's just arrived to the club and to my mind and to my eyes has been playing at a good level a solid level of football he just needs to tighten up his finishing it's really not not that big of a deal I really don't think it's that big of a deal you know we're not uber reliant on him we have the likes of Dembele and we have a bunch of other players that can take his position when and if 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 needs so let's just you know let's gain a bit of perspective he's 20 years old yeah so that's all I'm going to say about it let's just let's show a bit of kindness and a bit of confidence I remember when people were going um, bananas at, at Carlos Perez when he like was missing a few chances um, and I just felt it's completely out of order you can really mess up a player's confidence like that and especially after a good performance like like today when he didn't cost us the game in any way shape or form let's you know let's not let's not do this because you know we don't want to shoot another player's confidence when when there's no need so so, yeah, let's just take it a little easy on him if we can. And then we saw the advantage of having wingers in today's game, you know, out and out wingers. Dembele beating his man very well and putting a brilliant ball from that left hand side. It had pace, it had power and it had precis precision and it just was perfectly on a plate for Martin Braithwaite, who had that striker's instinct to get into the box and poke it home. And again, the combination of Braithwaite and Griezmann working really well, and that made it 0-2 to FC Barcelona. 
both the strikers getting a goal early on in the game. And it's so, so positive to see. I've spoken a lot of times about the, you know, what, Braithwaite brings to this side as a natural number nine and, and how that impacts the rest of the players you know taking space uh, taking defenders with him to allow space for other players to roam and and, and create chances and etc etc um and today we saw that again while he was on the field Griezmann was looking confident as well uh, obviously scored a great goal both of them and as long as they're continuing to score and have an impact on games they should continue to start the both of them I have no doubt about that for me this upcoming coming game against Cadiz you have to start the both of them you know why would you take off a striker that's that's scoring you know I don't get it. So, um, yeah, Braithwaite, again, another goal. Another goal in today's game. Griezmann as well, really happy. Really, really, really happy. Another thing I was really impressed with was our press, especially for the first... 25 minutes of the game but actually for the the full first half really it was just constant you know there were those dull periods of Barcelona play where they get we kind of let the game pass us by and we weren't really intense with our play or we kind of just drifted off and were kind of going through the motions and allowing the opposition to kind of play their game and that's something that Ronald Koeman spoke about uh, and he was saying you know he was trying to tighten up that where we just kind of let the game pass us and to try and keep these in more intense periods of play and, and elongate them which is something that I completely concur with and I've been saying it for a while you can probably see the evidence in the podcast we we have some brilliant brilliant passages of Barcelona play and some good five ten minute periods those five ten minute periods need to start being elongated to get a good a good half an hour a good 45 minutes a good 75 minutes then a good game you know consistent consistent with those good periods of play is what needs to happen Komen was speaking about it as well and you can see it's clearly being worked on you really can you know it's looking changed for the better we were pressing well that's what Braithwaite gives as well he was the hunger the hunger and desire and determination he has to press and to win the ball back is really, really advantageous for us as a team um, and as a unit. Uh, and that's what he gives us as well. You know, the pressing I was extremely impressed with. Braithwaite was at it again as well. You know, he ran past his man. He was looking to get the shot away and the defender comes in clumsily, tries to win the ball, can't do it and ends up with a penalty awarded to us and it was Dembele to take and I wasn't super happy about this I'm not going to lie because you know Braithwaite was brilliant in his penalty efforts in the last Champions League game you know and he also won the penalty in this game and is our striker so I'm thinking it's either got to be Dembele or Griezmann that you give this penalty to you know both of them have scored in the game already they're both looking high on confidence um but in the end, it was Dembele to take it. Uh, and yeah, I, I don't know. I like my striker to take the penalty. But in the end, Dembele took it. And it was almost, a well, it was pretty much a perfect penalty. You know, it was really good. It had power. It was precise. It was in the corner. It was low. Um, and yeah, it, we would, once Dembele put that penalty in and made it uh, three goals to the good for Barcelona, we were just absolutely pushing Ferenc Svaros over and giving them a little tickle and saying listen we are seriously just we are destroying you right now we were just gliding past them with so much ease and I couldn't have been any happier with what I was seeing I really couldn't I, I 
it was unbelievable. You know, the movement in our attack from our attacking players was superb. Really, really superb. It was it was so, so pleasing to see. And that was actually, funnily enough, one of the most pleasing things about being 3-0 up in that first half is that we showed no signs of slowing down. None. There was still quick passing. There were still few touches. There was still great ball circulation. I was so impressed. I really, really was so impressed. And that concluded the best first half of football I've seen from Komen's Barcelona. As I said, moments of utter, utter, utterly astounding football being played by this Barcelona side that, that you know, housed so many youngsters in today's game. Um, I was so happy. That's the best Barcelona football I've seen in a long time. Just the fact that we managed to actually get a full half of good Barcelona football instead of a good five minutes here, another two minutes there, was so, so positive to see. As I said, best first half of football I've seen from, from Komen's Barcelona. Then, as I said, we arrived at half-time and uh, that brought a couple changes. We saw Junior Firpo and Frankie Dion come in for a yellow-carded Sergio Busquets and Jordi Alba as well. And for me, I'm just thinking, why why, why are we not bringing in uh, a Ricky Puch or a Lenya in that moment since we're cruising uh, in the game? Um, and instead of bringing on Frankie Dion, who always plays and does need rest anyway... You know, I, I felt like it would have been good to play Ricky Puch or Carlos Alenia. But, you know, that, that was a decision I didn't really get from uh, Coman. But at least we did get to see them in the game and they played, um, I believe, about half an hour of football. So at least there's that. There was some amazing first-touch football early on in that second half as well. You know, um, really, as I said, the ball circulation was brilliant. There weren't players slowing down the game and I actually think Messi can be um, a culprit from that when he receives the ball I think a lot of the times he is guilty of taking maybe one or two more touches if we can keep the ball circulating with pace with efficiency um, I think it, it is better because once we slow the game down to that um a pace, you know, when, a lot of the time when I see Messi receive the balls, he ball, sorry, he stops. And listen, don't get me wrong, from that position, Messi can do anything. He really can. But it was just really nice to see in today's game, you know, no one was slowing down the play. No one was slowing it down. Everyone was looking to take as few touches as possible and play the ball um, when, when, when they could, as soon as they could, you know. Um, and that was really, really good to see. It was really, really good to see. I just want to pick out Dest again. Dest was unreal. What a player we have in our roster. And, and that's it. That's all I have to say. I'm just so, so impressed with him. More so than I ever envisioned when he signed for the club. And I think it's also important to mention that Ferenc Varos had a good spell of possession, um, you know, early on in that second half. But what what had impressed me so much about that is Barcelona's attentiveness to it. You know, we were always pressing, even when they had the possession. We were trying to force mistakes and regain possession. Um, we weren't just sitting back and letting them play their game and hoping that they make a mistake. We were actually actively trying to force them to move backwards um, and not come any further forward into our half. So that was super, super positive to see. And then we saw, you know, we saw moments of brilliance from Dembele in that game. There were some 
Um, there was an amazing run in that second half, but the finish was lacking, and he, he should be hitting the target, actually. He does everything right. He beats, you know, too many men to mention. He gets, uh, he does that signature, uh, like, Ronaldo chop to bring it onto his right foot from the left-hand side, and he just drags his shot. Um, he should be hitting the, should be hitting the, um, the target at least, but that's the way it is. Um, and then Trinkau started to look quite tired as well in his general play when he was on the ball. You know, he's misplacing a few passes, and I just felt at that moment, let's let's take him off and bring on the likes of Conrad De La Fuente. Um, but that wasn't the case. It wasn't the case. We also saw Dembele put on a a brilliant ball into the box for for a second goal um, of the game. Um, you know, in sorry, in that first half we saw Dembele put a brilliant ball into the box for the Braithwaite goal, but uh, he couldn't re- repeat that brilliance in the second half. Unfortunately, Braithwaite was in the middle and he was ready for a tap in. All that was needed was a good, precise Dembele cross in from the left. But unfortunately, unlike that first half, he just could not uh, provide provide that service um unfortunately he he should be but he he just couldn't and we just have to keep the confidence you know both Dembele Dembele had a brilliant game I for, for me him and Dest were man of the match um but for all his brilliance in his play, he didn't hit the target with a good uh, a good few uh, opportunities, and he was indecisive in front of goal in a couple of moments. Uh, there was a good chance I'll speak about for him where Ricky Pooch played the ball to him. He's literally through on goal, one on one with a keeper. Essentially, Ricky Pooch has squared it to him, and in the end, he tries to be too unselfish and play it back to Ricky Pooch. But the chance had gone to do that, and he just needed to shoot. So both. Trincao and Dembele could have been tighter in their, um, you know, finishing, especially uh, Trincao. But because Dembele was lively in his play um, and was able to get that goal from the penalty spot, people criticise him less. And uh, yeah, he did play a very good game. But all I'm saying is they were both um, not too good when it came to actually putting the ball in the back of the net other than Dembele's penalty. The attacking prowess that we saw in the first half, for me, it wasn't quite replicated in the second, but um, our general play was 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 good. It was good. Um, and that brought us up until Longley and uh, Antoine Griezmann came off. And we saw a very welcome sight, which was Alenia and Ricky Puch coming into the field. And what a welcome substitution or a couple of substitutes we saw take the place. And that, of course, moved De Jong back into the back line. Um, and that's something that we've become accustomed to uh, and then we saw Ricky Pooch play as that centre attacking midfield and the double pivots insisted of um it was Pjanic and and Alenia um so yeah then we saw <laughs> then we saw a chance for Dembele again real good movement real explosive power but again he just can't hit the target and then Trincao 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 he just simply had to score this chance. It was a brilliant passage of play, which led to Dembele squaring it for, for him. And he just looked so nervous in front of goal. Everything else uh, was good for the for the majority of the game. In fact, in that second half, he, he became quite sloppy. But, you know, just the finishing, man. I think it will come. I really think it will come. Um, but, yeah, he had to score that opportunity. There was There was no two ways about that. 
Then we saw Braithwaite come off in the 79th minute for Conrad De La Fuente, who, um, for me, I think it would have been better to take off Trincao then. Uh, but I understand taking Braithwaite off if Coman is planning on playing him in the upcoming game, which uh, which it seems as though he, he, he will, based on the performances we're seeing. But yeah, I just felt, you know, w- when Braithwaite came off, it looked like uh, Dembele moved into the striker position. Then we saw Conrad on the left and Trincao stay on the right. Uh, side of attack but yeah I think that was a good opportunity to bring Trincao off um, as he just couldn't amend the, the the poor poor form in front of goal unfortunately then was the opportunity I alluded to earlier where Ricky Puic he was settling into the game nicely he didn't have that immediate impact but he did settle in and, and do some very very positive things and one was winning the ball back um, you know and creating a perfect chance that had to lead to a goal but somehow didn't he won the ball back high uh he was pressing well um and he starts bounding towards goal then as i said as i said sorry he squares it to dembele um who has to put the ball away but opts to try and pass it back to ricky pooch but they just overcooked the situation you know and it just amounts to nothing um it was unfortunate it was really unfortunate because that should have been a goal nothing nothing more nothing less it should have been a goal uh, Ferenc Varos had a had a better second half. You know, they brought on a, a striker. I can't remember his name, but he really added something. Um, and they started playing some nice football. They had some good passages of play. But um, as a whole, Barcelona managed to keep it under control. You know, Neto um, has been good when called upon as well. He had a couple moments where I believe there was a header from the striker that just entered the field and Neto dealt with it well. Um, there was also a chance that ended up being offside, but uh, in the first half... Forced a very good save out of Neto, nonetheless. Um, and then the final bit of action was a great ball through from Ricky Puch, um, just with a bit of height on it and just curls around the defenders. And it sets Dembele through on goal. And once more, he fails to hit the target. Dembele could have had a hat trick easily in that game. There were some brilliant runs by him, and there were some brilliant, um, you know. R- just plays in general to get past his man and, and try and shoot but his finishing was also poor in this game um, as I said he could have had a hat trick easily he had a handful of chances and it's a shame he only managed to, to convert the penalty but that concluded the game listen that first half of football as I said there were some breathtaking moments um, and the second half wasn't you know at the heights that the first was but Overall, I was extremely, extremely impressed and extremely, extremely thankful to see growth, continuity in the in the in the level of performances. Now we've seen three games where we've actually played good football against Dynamo Kiev, against Osasuna, and then today against Ferencváros. Um, and yeah. That's really, really positive to see. One thing that's been lacking so much with Barcelona um, for what's feeling like as long as I can remember has been the consistency in good performances. A lot of the time we've just had one good performance dotted here, another there. um, And then other games, even if we're winning, we're just scraping the win or just not playing very well to get it, which has its, you know, advantages you know when you have to grind out a result um but yeah the consistency in good performances and good team uh efforts has been 
lacking. And we've now seen three consecutive games where we've won 4-0, 4-0 and 3-0. And as I said at the beginning of the podcast, yes, it is against lesser teams, Dynamo Kiev, Osasuna and Ferencvaros. But you can only beat the team that's in front of you. And considering that we struggled against Dynamo Kiev um, in the first leg and managed to, in the second, win 4-0. Um, and despite winning 5-1, I feel as though we we let a lot of chances come for Ferencvaros in the first game at the new Camp, in the first leg of that um or, or the first fixture of that the group. So yeah, I I think it's good to see that turnaround and and come back and play them and play a lot lot better. First half of football today was the best I've seen under Kuman and a, the best I've seen from Barcelona in a long long time. So I could not be any any more thankful and proud of the performance today. Um, and I'm super super pleased and now just excited for the game against Cadiz, where I hope we can continue um, to play in this magnificent manner and and really carry carry on uh, doing so because it's it's just so 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 good to see when we play um as we as we were in that first half so now we will have to wait and until saturday which is our game against cadith away to cadith um it's an 8 p.m kickoff here in the uk uh 9 p.m local time um but you know wherever you are in the world let me know on my barcelona themed instagram page the instagram page for this podcast where i have original content um and i post daily and keep everyone up to date with the latest and greatest barcelona news uh, news even um and that instagram page is at barca base official at barca base official go and head over to Instagram and check it out if you haven't already. And hit that follow button if you're feeling generous. But listen, that's been everything for today's episode of Barca Base. A brilliant performance against Ferenc Varos on the fifth match day of the Champions League. Resulting in a three-goal win for Barcelona. Nil Ferenc Varos, three Barcelona. And that's been everything for the podcast episode today. I've been your host, Gabriel Rodriguez. Thanks for tuning in, and I'll catch you in the next one. Peace.